this hardline quick look. Let's get started. All right. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening. Good afternoon. Good morning, wherever you are in the world. This is Jason, your co-host. It is Wednesday, June 29th, 2022, and you are listening to a His Hardline Quick Look on His Hardline. And what we're going to be reading is um, we're going to be going over part two. Now, I already did part one a few days ago. Now, this is going to span out over a few weeks, um, but this is very important. So what we're going to be going over is Field Training Manual 2000-25. It was put out by the War Department in case you missed uh, the first section. Uh, I'll say it on this section and maybe once more when I get to lucky number three. And then after that, it's up to you to go back and listen to understand why I'm reading this. But again, one of the biggest reasons why I'm reading this is because if you have listened to the show, you know I'm part of the Assembly, the National Assembly, the, or excuse me, the, the Michigan uh, General Jural Assembly, as well as my county assembly. And there is a rich history that nobody has been taught in school and that they try to definitely keep away because they don't want us to know who we are, what kind of power we truly have, and what we can do when we realize that power and so the field training manual 2000-25, yes, it was initially created by the War Department, which was given to the Army. But here's the thing. This manual basically, in a nutshell, helps um, basically people who are in the military how to continue on in civilian life and to not only you know uphold and... Um, protect the constitution and the nation, but basically how to keep our nation, return our nation back to a constitutional Republican form of government. General Douglas MacArthur studied under this training manual back in the fifties. He was the, I want to say, if I'm not mistaken correctly, I don't know why I always forget this, but the leading commander of the Pacific fleet back in the fifties. And he handpicked some of the brightest special forces operators in the military to study under this training manual as well as the constitution because he was very well aware of the fact of what and ha what had happened with our nation and how it got hijacked and if you're not familiar with that history you can go on the either the national assembly.net website and i believe there is three key podcasts that i did that i believe the uh, the administrator the owner of that web web uh, that website over there put on the front page you can check it out there, or you can go to hisheartline.com and you click on the assembly link. And there is about, I want to say 14 or 16. I can't remember, maybe 14. Don't quote me on that. But those podcasts, those little mini media players are very important and they're all titled. But you can go listen to the then and now in assembly. Um, there's another powerful one you should listen to called The Power of the Assembly. Um, there's a lot, I mean, all of them are good, but just to kind of point you in the right direction to kind of start off, um, listen to those, the top four, I want to say top four or six on that page. Um, you can just start there too. So if you want to know the true history of what's going on, go listen. So anyway, I don't want to spend too much time about the history over here. I want to get into the, to the manual. So, but again, just to summarize it, so General Douglas MacArthur handpicks, you know, some of the brightest special forces operators because he had realized that our nation had been hijacked and had been basically infiltrated from within by foreign entities from the from, you know, spanning from the Vatican to the British Royal Crown to London. And um, yeah, and he knew what was going on. They, he knew what they were doing. When I say they, the cabal, the cabal, that that wasn't a new 
you know, term. Now, back then, it might have been considered like the robber barons, but basically the same group. We just call it the cabal, the deep staters, you know, the bloodline families, the basically the powers that need not be. Okay. And so he trained them up on this, uh, on this, on this manual, 2000-25 and the constitution. And basically um, the rest is history. When you go listen to those other podcasts, you'll understand a little bit more. You'll comprehend a little bit more about why this is so important, but we're just going to get right into reading it. Okay. And we're going to get right into it because this is very important to listen to. Again, this is an education session. Okay. Um, and so we're going to talk about in this section, it's called the mission of course. All right. Now this is what it says. And we're going to break it down a little bit as we go on here. But so right here, general purpose. Now this course in citizenship is designed to teach the fundamental principles upon which our government is founded, including an insight into the social and economic elements upon which our civilization stands. Now, special emphasis is laid upon the meaning of liberty as interpreted by the founders of the Republic. Notice it says Republic, not a democracy, ladies and gentlemen. And the larger relationship of the individual citizen to others and to his government, defining loyalty and national responsibility in terms of citizenship, recognizing that an intelligent and informed people is a greater asset than than are the unintelligent, uninformed and misinformed in that no government can exist upon a plane higher than the moral character of its people. Did you hear that? I'm going to repeat that because it's worth repeating. So tune your ears in for a second here. Recognizing that an intelligent and informed people is a greater asset than our the unintelligent, uninformed, or misinformed, and that no government can exist upon a plane higher than the moral character of its people. One of probably many reasons why FDR wanted this abolished and destroyed. They did not want a nation full of moral character among its people, among its populace. They didn't want that. Now, as far as knowledge, that's the safeguard of a republic. Knowledge, you know how they always say knowledge is power? Well, that's no BS. Knowledge is power. So listen up, okay? If you want if you want to be equipped, ladies and gentlemen, with the true history, the true rich history of our nation, where we were, I mean, going all the way back to 1200 and even beyond that, because we go back into the Bible, because a lot of the things that we do in the assembly, we get a lot of our foundation on which we stand. A lot of it is based from the Bible, among other documents as well. So it even goes way back before, you know, 1213 AD. Okay, so again, I'm going to say this. Knowledge, that's the safeguard of our republic. Again, not the democracy. Because the rapid increase in our population, largely made up of immigrants at that time, from all parts of the world, the tendency within the family. Now listen to this, okay? Because this is not just military talk. This is very important, people. Talks about society and where we need to be at as a nation. So at the time when this was written, it says, largely made up of immigrants, which we are all mutts of, to some form or another. From all parts of the world, the tendency within the family and the school is to neglect the training of our youth in the knowledge of his government and his individual responsibility. Hmm. 
It cannot be expected that foreign-born parents lacking knowledge or inspiration of American ideals will be either fitted or inspired to give such instruction to their own children. The indifference or the neglect of native-born citizens concerning the training of their children to meet the responsibilities of citizenship is largely caused by lack of information and proper understanding of the history, ideals, and underlying principles of our political institutions. Now, the remarkable development of industry in America has caused a congestion of population in our large cities, creating social, economic, and political problems that materially affect the structure of our government. Hmm. That does not, that definitely rings true to me. Now, the solution of the problems of citizenship lies largely in the education of the youth of America in the principles of representative government and their personal responsibility in in, in perpetuating, excuse me, words are hard, in perpetuating and improving her free institutions. Now I'm going to pause there for a second. I'm just grabbing my phone for a quick second. Um, I'm going to go to Telegram because there is something that's really interesting that Donna Brandenburg wrote on her uh, page. Uh, let me see if I can find it real quick on the fly here. Please hold for the next available representative. Let me see here. Right here. Okay. She So she posted this this morning. She basically says, let's start another murder mystery. Okay. Now she is releasing a lot of information. So if you don't follow her on Telegram, go follow her. Um, I believe it's Brandenburg, the number four, and then MI for Michigan. Um, even though if you're not from Michigan, go follow her. Okay. Not only is she running for governor, but she's a big researcher and you should follow her for just the information. So she says the murder mystery of reality, the rise of indoctrination by Donna Brandenburg. Okay. Now this is kind of tying in with what we're reading here in a way. And then I'm going to get back to this training manual, but it says introduction. What happens when all of our vehicles for learning or passing information are co-opted. All decisions we make are based on the premise of a lie. Yes, they are. The who, what is involved, mainstream media, education, history, dash past, economic factors, determines future elections, also determines future, our own government and unelected agencies, pretty much everything. The victors write the history, typically gain control and manipulate the future for their profit and control. Mainstream media is a chip shot to expose their lies. The World Economic Forum, like Soros, Gates, Schwab, in conjunction with BlackRock, Vanguard, and Arabella, own everything. Yeah, and you know, on a little side note, just figured out <laughs> with a little help from our future governor, um, we were talking a little bit yesterday. Yeah, the company I work for, and I'm not going to say the name, figured out that Vanguard and BlackRock, and I think the other one, no, something street. I can't remember the third one, but Vanguard and BlackRock, yeah, they both own about 10% of the company I work for each, so 20% collectively. It's like, oh, that's cool. I'm really happy for that. In fact, when this initially started, it, uh, and I'm not going to get too much in the history of it, but yeah, um, a Rockefeller actually owned it once upon a time, and then not anymore, supposedly. Yeah, I'll, I'll just leave that there. Um, and so continuing on with her post, corrupt politicians and corrupt political leader parties are in their pockets. They use corrupt social organizations to suck people into their carefully crafted money and power sucking propaganda. 
Question everything. The beast system is big and it's all connected. Yes, it is. Almost done. However, one right move on our part and their house of cards falls. We, the people, hold all the real power. Their panic is real. I'm going to leave that there for a moment. Let's get back to the war training manual here, the uh, 2000-25. So listen, go follow her. She writes all her own words. Okay. Now, I just read what she just posted this morning. Now, we're going to get back to, to this. Excuse me. I have hiccups. So if you hear a little pause once in a while, that's why. Now, back to the manual. The solution of the problems of citizenship lies largely in the education. I'm going to read this again. In the education of youth of America, in the principles of representative government and their personal responsibility in perpetuating and improving her free institutions. Now, with regarding character building, the ever-increasing wants as compared to the needs of humanity, the added individual burdens and problems of modern civilization, emphasizing material rather than ethical and spiritual attainment are tending to break down the character of our youth. Well, imagine that I can't imagine a world where material items, basically the problems of our modern civilization is basically emphasized around materialization, you know, rather than ethical and spiritual attainment. People would rather have things than actually have an ethical, moral and spiritual, you know, foundational, uh, um, fiber. Again, it's just like what the Bible says. What profits a man when he sells a soul but gains the whole world? Why? Why do you need things? Look, I like things. I don't worship them. I don't love them. I don't dream about them on a night and day basis. Yeah, things are nice to have because it's depending on the things, it makes life convenient. Sometimes fun, sometimes enjoyable, right? Like if you got a drone, I would love to own a drone because, uh, you know, they're fun. I like flying stuff. Remote, you know, remote control cars are fun, but I'm not, I'm not going to, you know, strive to like have that take my life over. No, I'd rather have an ethical and spiritual attainment. And so, yeah, that's one of the biggest problems of modern civilization. And so it is the mission of the course to specially emphasize the moral aspects of citizenship. So to build up home discipline, (laughs) there's a lot of that lacking reverence for religion. Hmm. A lot of that's lacking and respect for constituted authority. Yeah, I don't think I need to go further on that. Now, regarding our national defense, education and training in citizenship from a vital part of national defense. It will be the mission of the course to interpret national defense through a broad and comprehensive instruction in citizenship, stressing the responsibility of the individual citizen to become fully prepared for the defense of his country in any emergency that may arise, whether of domestic or foreign import in peace or in war. Now, as far as time allotted, in this little course here of citizenship, adequate time will be allotted for instruction, arranged in a number of short periods of not more than 40-minute duration each, which may be supplemented by addresses and travel logs illustrated with Stereo, uh, stere- stereoptican slides uh, covering outstanding phases of American history. So again, this is like if this was if we were in the course. I don't know why I'm reading this. My apologies. All right, so we're gonna move on to the method of instruction. Okay, and we're gonna again. I'm gonna try to keep this very brief because I don't want this going beyond 25 minutes max. So as far as some of the outline topics here, let's see. So 
Uh, let's see, this course, I'm going to speed read here. So let's see, this course will be given under a series of outline topics, blah, blah, blah. Okay, there's going to be a questionnaire. Okay, blah, blah, blah. We don't need to talk about that. Okay, let's see here. On citizenship, subject matter suggestive. Okay, so this course is not intended, blah, 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 blah. Details of American history, but to give special emphasis to pertain facts and principles associated with the foundation, development, and preservation of our government as to its social, economic, and political phases. The instructor should briefly explain the historical and psychological aspects to the various forms of government. The subject matter and illustrations are suggestive only and are gives, given as guides in teaching the fundamental principles of government and citizenship. The instructor will make application of these principles in such a manner as to stimulate individual thinking. Hmm, we don't really have that, it seems like, in our public indoctrination systems we all call public schools. Continuing, leaving it to the student to reach his own conclusions based upon the facts and situations discussed. Huh. They don't want us reaching our own conclusions. Like I can promise you that, ladies and gentlemen. That's why we are assembling, because we are going to get back to self-governance and critical thinking and common sense and reaching our own conclusions. Oh, and what else? Oh, and accountability. Uh-huh. We're going to get back to all of that, and we're going to return back to God, most importantly, because we left him. He didn't leave us. We left him. Now, Throughout this course, as we read along, it is necessary for the instructor to give certain definite and concise information concerning the outstanding characteristics of our country, the fundamental principles of our government, the spirit and will to do by which it attained its present position, emphasizing and emphasizing the encouragement, assistance and the protection granted every individual citizen as guaranteed in our Constitution as the supreme law of the nation, developing the idea of individual responsibility and intelligent participation in government as an economic necessity, as well as evidence of patriotism and loyalty to our country. I think we're getting back to the patriotism and loyalty to our country. It's coming back. Now, the, the didactic method concerning facts of history, social changes, economic development, and basic principles of our government will be used without discussion and without argument. And special emphasis being given to the fact that the United States is a republic, not a democracy. I can't stress this enough, ladies and gentlemen. I even tweeted, not tweeted, I even truthed this out to General Flynn on Telegram and on True Social. I've said this on, I think it was Kaj Patel. I can't remember if it was Dinesh D'Souza or Kaj, I think it was Dinesh D'Souza. Same thing. He mentioned of like a democracy. And I said, no, we are not a democracy. And General Flynn, if you're listening to this, I love you, brother. I do. I salute you. I'm glad you are, um, you've endorsed our Donna Brandenburg here in the great state of Michigan, pure Michigan. But sir, I hope one day you can come on this show. I really want to ask you, why do you keep using the word democracy and republic in the same breath? It does, those two do not go in the same sentence, just like it says right here in this 2000-25 field training manual. Without argument, special emphasis has been given to the fact that the United States is a republic, not a democracy. I'm sorry, I don't want to sound like an ass here, but I have to pose that question to you. Respect, by the way, I want you to know this. I mean and say this with respect. I'm just a American man who wants to know why these two words often get used, not just by you, but many people out there that are household names. Why? Continuing. Continuing. 
Group discussions will be led by the instructor covering the cardinal points of each lesson as outlined in the text, care being exercised to confine the discussion to the limits of the lesson. Selection of instructors. We're not going to go over that. Well, let, well, let's read it anyway. There shall be designated a director of citizenship training for each citizen's military training camp. Under his supervision, company officers carefully selected by the camp commander will act as instructors in this course. Now, just a little side note. As we get further along in this book, like later, like in the middle of the book, going like when we've got probably like 70, page 70, 60, 70, 80 on beyond, that's where it really starts getting interesting. But I want to read this whole thing because it's important. Now, the instructors are particularly con cautioned to confine, in confine instruction and discussion in each study period, not only to the lesson text, but also to keep it within the scope of the general division, social, economic, and political, to which that particular lesson is related. And the tendency is to wander away into a discussion of all three phases of citizenship because of the close interrelationship existing in all those lessons. Clarity of instruction can be had only through close observations of this suggestion. We're almost done here. The instruction must use language simple enough to be readily understood by all, not legalese jargon that attorneys and lawyers use. See, in the assembly... We use common, old English, okay, words that can be understood, not legalese. The text of these lessons is so arranged as to permit additional time for study and discussion when such opportunity is available through accommodation to rainy day schedules. Supplemental instruction. At the discretion of the camp commander, instruction may be supplemented by addresses given by selected speakers to the combined student body on subjects related to, relation, to citizenship. As a part of this course, historical Historic facts and brief statements taken from the speeches and writings of distinguished Americans may be projected on the screen immediately preceding the feature picture at all motion picture shows. Now, as far as efficiency goes, to secure the most efficient results, the officers detailed as instructors should be thoroughly trained in the method of using the various studies in citizenship and the questionnaires. A refresher of the normal course will be conducted. Da, 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 da. Okay, so we're just going to pause. We're going to stop right there. Okay, because again, what it is, what it's doing is, is it's outlining how this course, when General Douglas MacArthur taught this to his special operators, his special, you know, his special forces operators on how to. Uh, restore a nation back to a republic and train them up on the constitution. Okay. This is very important. So when we go ahead on this, when we continue on another day, we're going to be going over things like the American citizen, um, the independent relationships character, which is the greatest asset of America, uh, great Americans and their achievements, specifically economically, the economic development, development of America, individual initiative, in the political realm, of course, liberty and independence. We're going to talk about the purpose of government, what a representative government is, personal responsibility, self-preservation, and we're going to talk about the American flag. So um, that's kind of where we're at. We're going to end it there for now. Um, make sure I make a note here of where we're going to be ending at because we're coming up on 25 minutes. Perfect. I don't want to go beyond that. I want to keep these short and sweet and quick and easy to listen to. So again, I know the first one, two, three, possibly four, actually, no, now we got through all this. I, I, I can estimate that starting with the next one on part three, 
it's going to start getting into more educational and it's going to become more interesting. First two, yeah, I'll admit, a little bit of a snooze fest, but very important. I want, I don't want to miss a thing in these. Okay. So with all that said, that is another section of his hardline quick look. Again, this is going to meant to be education. If you go to hishardline.com, there is a link there called uh, HHLEDU. You will find these in a separate media player up there. So you don't have to scroll through all throughout Podbean or on that, you know, big media player that I have on the podcast link on my website. These are all going to be separated in descending order, or excuse me, with the new, uh, the latest one at the top, with the oldest one going toward the bottom. Okay, so that's how it's going to be situated on the website. So if you want to start from the very beginning, you'll have to scroll all the way to the bottom and work your way up to the top. Okay, like you're climbing stairs. That's how that's going to work. So, all right. Until then, or the next time. We will see you later. Have a good night, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. And you just listened to a His Hardline Quick Look. And we just read part two of the training manual, 2000-25. Have a blessed day, ladies and gentlemen.